You are listening to the World of Games Podcast. Hey everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this big blue marble we call planet Earth. How you doing everybody? Hope you all had a great weekend. Mine was just pretty much doing absolutely nothing and soaking in all the sports on TV. That's how I do it. At least that's how I did it this weekend. Alright, so over the weekend, a couple of things had jumped off that I had, I was compelled to record a couple of segments, so... I'm going to share that with you. Uh, one being there was some sort of white lives rally <laughs> uh, in Southern California. So I'm going to hit on that. Uh, and also, uh, there's uh, also in Southern California, there's this business. I guess it was a bar slash restaurant, uh, whatever, uh, in Burbank, where the city had decided that they were reckless and dangerous so they ended up fencing off their whole business from the owners and everybody and so it's just pretty crazy it's a crazy story i'm going to get into that as well and also the update in minneapolis a lot of shit unfolding there and a bunch of it a bunch of violence for no reason really so we'll get into all that and more so let me take a break and i'll be right back right after this Okay, let's get things started. And now it's time to get hooked on internet clickbait. Alright. I like that. Pretty dramatic. I put that together over the weekend. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh well. Anyhow, let's get right to it. Uh, what is jumping off this morning? I'm just going to breeze right through this. Bernie Madoff, mastermind of the nation's biggest investment fraud, dies at 82. I don't think too many people are going to miss him. Uh, decision expected on charging Kim Potter, the cop who killed Dante Wright. I guess that's breaking today. I guess it was another third night of rioting. That's a damn shame. You know, I was watching some of the video over the weekend of of the places these people were looting. I mean, there was a Dollar Tree. I mean, who the hell robs a Dollar Tree? You know, I mean, what are you going for? Like, Dollar four packs of toilet paper or some hand sanitizer. I mean, what can you really get off of Dollar Tree? It's kind of weird. But, uh, you know, i seen that video, and the video is compelling. Um, it was a black officer. God, I had to take a pause there for a second. My damn neighbor has his damn pit bull out there, and he's I don't know if he's training it to kill somebody or something, but, I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Take that damn dog to a park. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, anyhow, what was I at? Yeah, uh, I, I was watching that video with uh, uh, the officer. It looked like it was a black male officer that was trying to detain him. And the female officer, I guess she's a, you know, a white woman. She was, in the, I guess, in the force for like 26 years. And she happened to be coming around the backside of uh, the male black officer. And I guess she had mistakenly pulled out her firearm rather than the taser 
And you can hear her just, you know, over and over repeatedly saying, you know, hey, I got a taser, 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 look out, you know. And that's when the other officer jumped out of the way, and then she uh, pulled that trigger. Uh, I, I was kind of com- kind of concerned at the fact of how long she was holding that firearm before she pulled the trigger. I mean, by that time, I would think that you would already know you have a taser or, or a gun in your hand. And from what I've seen, at least around here, the officers have tasers. They're neon colored. So, I, I mean, I don't even know why she wouldn't have, you know, noticed, noticed the difference. I, I don't know. I don't know how it is in Minnesota with their law enforcement and their tasers or anything. But it just seemed a little, little suspicious. Um, they're going to definitely have to investigate that. But it was definitely a, a accident, as far as I can see. All right, moving on. Uh, following withdrawal announcement, battle to determine Afghanistan's war's legacy begins. I don't count on Biden to handling that or being a mediator. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> BLM, you guys probably heard about that, right? I, I was going to do a story on it, but I think it just spread so fast. Everybody already knows about it. But uh, this woman... Uh, this BLM woman, co-founder, she bought herself a $1.4 million piece of property in a very affluent, predominantly white neighborhood <laughs> in L.A. And uh, on top of that, she has three other homes, one of which is in the Bahamas. So if you donated money to BLM, congratulations, you just made her filthy rich. You know, that's pretty interesting, though, coming from a self-proclaimed trained neo-Marxist. <laughs> that she's the, one of the biggest capitalists out there. And she did it off the misery of people. That's crazy, man. That's just crazy. I, you know, I, ho- I hope the government, I, well, I hardly doubt it because it's a Biden administration right now, but I would think somebody would have to investigate and, you know, do an audit of this person because I don't think BLM is a 501c3. I don't think that ever went through. But I would investigate. Wonder, I'm wondering where that money comes from because we already know that it kind of goes through uh, uh, this, this, I don't know, I would call it a financial money laundering system. They call it Act Blue. Um, a lot of donations go through it from different sources and they funnel through Act Blue, which basically goes to the DNC, right? The Democratic National Committee, right? So. I don't know. There's just a lot of big money scheme going on there. I think she needs to be investigated as well. My opinion. We'll see how that pans out. Uh, U.S. calls for pause on Johnson & Johnson vaccine after blood clotting cases. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing too. Uh, I just, I haven't taken the shot. Uh, I, I'll take it if, if it's available. I, I really don't care about it. But right now, I'm just I'm putting a pause on it myself because I'm just watching to see if people are going to re- how they're reacting to it. And already we're hearing a couple of stories out of it. I mean, the population is so vast in the world. You know, a few cases doesn't trigger me. I just want to make sure people aren't like a year later walking around like fucking zombies or something like that or flopping around like fish out of water. Uh, and if that's the case, uh, I'll pass and I'll just go with herd immunity. That's just me, though. All right. Moving on. Oh, yeah, Tucker Carlson. They're trying to get rid of him. <laughs> They're trying to get rid of Tucker Carlson. That's another one. Uh, first responders. Case, you know, some of this stuff is just repetitive for the most part. All right. All right, here's one. 
for you Bachelor fans out there. Uh, didn't they have a problem with The Bachelor? Didn't they try to cancel the, the producer or something? I don't know. Anyhow, here's one. Former Bachelor star Colton Underwood. I don't know who the hell that is. Uh, he came out as gay. So, to all you females out there that were admiring this Bachelor, he was gay from the get-go, it looks like. I don't know. I don't know his... I don't even know nothing about that damn show. I just know they give away free roses. That's all I know. Here's something. Justin Bieber recalls how lack of trust made his first year of marriage really tough. Mm, sorry to hear that, bro. <laughs> oh, I feel so sorry for you. Uh, UFC 264 set for Las Vegas at full capacity. Dustin Pryor versus Conor McGregor. Hmm, that's interesting. I I like UFC. UFC is pretty cool. I mean, I couldn't do it. That's a lot of ass kicking going on right there. Uh, twenty twenty one NFL mock draft, all seven rounds and two hundred fifty nine picks. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, it's NFL man. I really am trying to get with sports again, and it is really difficult, especially after what the MLB pulled. With getting political with that whole issue with voting in Georgia, I, I just think they they need to stay the hell out of politics. I mean, uh, it's bad enough, <laughs> you know. We gotta see the shit on TV, but my God, I, I just I don't know if I can go for another year of social justice warrior nonsense in my sports. I, I just don't think I got it in me. Uh from the world of science, SpaceX will launch astrobotic lander to the moon with NASA's ice-sniffing Viper rover. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. NASA releases image of rolling blue dunes on Mars. Yeah, that's pretty cool. These pictures are a pretty remarkable if you haven't seen them. It's, it's out of the Washington Post. Go ahead and check that out. And a lot of... Oh, here's... Let's get a couple of health things. Moderna and Novavax added to mix and match COVID-19 vaccine trial. See, that's another thing. I just don't know if I trust that shit. You know, if you start hearing stories of mixing and matching, I don't know what the whole deal is. You know, they're at one token, these news people are in, are just pushing you to take the vaccine. But on the other side, they're also saying, oh, there's there's complications here, there's complications there, as if they want to continue this, this scare campaign. It, it's just crazy. I don't know. I just, like I said, I just let my body take care of it. I'll just go with uh, herd immunity. That's, that's my track. Tennessee records some of the country's worst COVID-19 vaccination rates. CDC data reveals. It's coming out of CNBC. And I guess Trump had released a COVID vaccine statement. And of course, I just got baited. I want to see what Trump's got to say. If I don't get hit with a whole bunch of uh, advertisements. And it looks like, I don't know, I've never heard of this. This is Cheryl Atkinson? Uh, it, it just says... Uh, Donald Trump is a major news figure, but many media outlets and platforms have conspired to censor him and to to censor certain information about him for political reasons. We will publish some of that difficult to find information here. Okay, well, let's read it. A statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States, and it says exactly this. 
The Biden administration did a terrible disservice to people throughout the world by allowing the FDA and CDC to call a, to call a pause in the use of the J&J Johnson Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. The results of this vaccine have been extraordinary, but now its reputation will be permanently challenged. The people who have already taken the vaccine will be up in arms, and perhaps all of this was done for political and perhaps it's the FDA's love for Pfizer. The FDA, especially with longtime bureaucrats within, has to be controlled. They should not be able to do such damage for possibly political reasons, or maybe because their friends at Pfizer have suggested it. They'll do things like this to make themselves look important. Remember, it was the FDA working with Pfizer who announced the vaccine approval two days after the 2020 presidential election. And that is true. I thought it was a day after. To be honest, I, I thought it was just a day after they announced it. They didn't like me very much because I pushed them extremely hard. But if I didn't, you wouldn't have a vaccine for three to five years. Or maybe not at all. And he's correct. Yeah, the... the the paperwork and the bureaucracy would just tied it all up and we have just been going through all kinds of hell through the Biden administration if we didn't get that vaccine. Do your testing. Clean up the record and get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine back online quickly. The only way we defeat the China virus is with our great vaccines. And that's coming from the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> yeah, I miss that guy. That guy always had something to say. I mean, that I mean, talk about being your most transparent president. Really, you know what I mean with with Twitter and everything. I mean, Jesus, the guy had opinion about everything. And then now, look at what we got. We got the guy who can barely even <laughs> can't even barely talk, let alone walk. That's crazy, man. All right, well, that's enough of the clickbait. So I wanted to do this story Monday, but I was so backed up with time and getting the other two stories out. I kind of neglected this one. It, it's it's kind of crazy, to tell you the truth, being in California uh, where it was happening. But it seems over uh, the weekend, a couple days ago, there was a rally for what they call a White Lives Matter rally in California. And it led to 12 arrests and clashed with protesters. <laughs> I don't think that was going to go over well. I have not seen the video yet. I know there is video. Uh, I kind of glanced at it. It didn't look like anything much. It just looked like a bunch of guys, a uh, few guys just standing around, screaming, whatever. But I'm going to read this to you real quick. Uh, Twelve people were arrested at a White Lives Matter rally in California where anti-racism counter-protesters vastly outnumbered white supremacists. A few hundred counter-protesters met in a plaza near Huntington Beach Pier Sunday to voice their opposition ahead of the White Lives Matter rally set to start at 1 p.m. Uh, the LA Times reported the crowd grew to nearly 500 just hours later, prompting Huntington Beach to declare an unlawful assembly as tensions between the huddled masses heat, heated up. I'm just wondering why they chose Huntington Beach of all places. Isn't that Orange County or something like that? Why don't, why, why don't they do it over at Disneyland? Isn't that place still closed? Do it in the parking lot. You know, there's plenty of space to act crazy. I mean, not Huntington Beach. I mean, that's a nice place. 
Footage of the rally showed one man holding up both middle fingers to a crowd while repeatedly saying white lives matter as others shouted him down and chanted for him to go home. Video also showed some people scuffling on the ground as cops tried to keep the peace and reporters scurried to take photos of the incensed crowds. Quoting on, uh, Hail Jesus, Hail Jesus. Another man yelled while walking through the counter-protesters, This is our land, this is our land, this is America. I don't give a fuck. Others in the crowd told the man who was wearing sunglasses and a beige ski mask to keep walking, according to the clip. Dozens of activists, including some of the BLM, Black Lives Matter, had shown up well before the event start time to stand in solidarity, KBC reported. So they were already, I, I don't know how they got the word out. Was this an advertised event? Where did, uh, was this advertised on social media or something like that? that? That's pretty wild. I mean, if BLM's already, you know, got the word out. I mean, they're there before even the, the event organizers were there. That That's pretty wild stuff. I mean, must have been on social media, right? Police arrested 12 people at the rally, including two were using amplified sound devices, probably bullhorns. One person also obstructed officers and had a metal baton, two cans of pepper spray, and a knife in his backpack, the LA Times reported. No serious injuries were reported, but a scuffle did break out involving a man carrying a Trump 2020 sign, according to KABC. Uh, right off the top, he doesn't represent Trump supporters. So I, I just want to put that disclaimer out there. I, I don't, you know, it could be one of these jackass, who knows? It could be one of these jackass BLM guys, you know, they dress up in Trump gear and then they, they run around and do that false flag nonsense. I mean, there were, that's proven that that kind of shit was going on on January 6th or whenever that date was, when they had the, the so-called uh, insurrection at the Capitol. Never heard of an insurrection without any weapons, but hey, I digress. Let's see. The rally, one of several planned across the nation Sunday, was organized through the messaging app Telegraph. Okay, there you go. According to the Anti-Defamation League, you know, I'm on Telegraph. I, I didn't know that they were advertising stuff like that on there. Please spread the word. I mean, I don't use it. I mean, I just have an account there. But anyhow, promote it as a way to revive the white racial consciousness. The demonstrations were designed to spread hateful ideologies, but were marred by poor attendance, NBC News reported. And, and it does have a picture of some guy, and he looks like he's got a, what looks like one of those wrap-around cloths that they wear. You know, you see guys riding camels out in the desert, you know, to keep the dust out of their face and stuff. He's got that wrapped around his head and, and what looks like a don't-tread-on-me type of snake on his shirt. And he's being hauled away. He's got the mask on, though. It's funny is he's got a face covering, and the two cops that are dragging him away don't. That's pretty funny. Similar rallies at Raleigh, North Carolina, Philadelphia, and New York were easily outnumbered by counter-protesters there, according to the report. The rallies were reportedly doomed from the start because organizers were haphazard and ill-informed, said Megan Squire, a computer science professor at Elon University in North Carolina, who monitors online extremism. They're not sending their best, Squire told NBC News. <laughs> 
One counter-protester in Huntington Beach, meanwhile, said he attended Sunday's demonstration to defend his beloved city while holding a sign that read, Old White Guys Against Racism, and an American flag at the same time. And it does have a picture. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't look like too big of a crowd. I mean, it doesn't look like anything I've seen coming out of Oakland or anything, or New York or L.A. But it does look like it's uh, well attended. Yeah, and there is a flag. Oh, well, okay, it couldn't be a... It might not be a false flag. There's The guy's got an American flag. He does have a Trump 2020 flag, and he does have a yellow don't tread on me flag. So, uh, Quoting on, uh, it's a great city full of great people, Roger Bloom, 65, told the LA Times. Just because a handful of pathetic losers come out here every so often to a public square and make a stink, they give this town a bad name. I wish they'd go uh, back to their basements and stay there. <laughs> so there you go. He got the final word. Uh, pretty wild. Did not know anything about that. I thought it was just kind of funny that, you know, these guys, I mean, they're going out there and I, I don't know what they were expecting going out there. I'm sure they were going to expect a clash, you know, with counter protesters. So I, I don't know what kind of message they were sending out there. It just seems it's no different than the same shit that their uh, other, these counter protesters do in the first place. You know, they go out there, yell and scream a whole bunch of, you know, pro racist kind of stuff. And they think, I guess. I, I guess they suspect nothing was going to happen, but you're going to have a clash, and you know you're just kind of going to, it's just going to lead to the whole city just turning into a hot mess. So I don't know, just kind of ill-advised. Don't do it. Don't attend either of them. BLM, WLM, whatever, ALM, <laughs> whatever they got. Here's a crazy story coming out of Burbank, and I'm going to get it right off of the LA Times. It seems like the city. Burbank wants to erect fencing around people's restaurants because they're violating COVID-19 health orders. So this is out of LA Times. The city of Burbank on Saturday put up a chain-link fence around a local restaurant that has repeatedly defied county health orders during the COVID-19 pandemic. The fence was erected around the Tin Horn Flats Saloon and Grill in the 2600 block of West Magnolia Boulevard to prevent the owners from reopening under unsafe conditions. The city, which received permission from a judge to shut off the power to the business last month, secured a preliminary injunction Friday to prevent the restaurant from operating without a county health permit and a city conditional use permit, Burbank Police Lieutenant Derek Green said. First off, that's that's just crazy. You're turning off their power. I mean, Jesus Christ. What, what if they had food and stuff in there? I mean, all that shit could be ruined. I mean, they're just doing this based on absolutely nothing. And and all this is just being dictated by a bunch of people that aren't even elected officials. Just a bunch of hired bureaucratic hack. Local residents on both sides of the issue have staged demonstrations over the, over the closure for several days. And crowds of dozens of protesters have strained police resources, especially during busy weekend nights, Green said. Who was over there? BLM? Antifa? Well, who showed up to that rally? I mean, you're straining the police resources? I mean, how is that? <laughs> Quoting, we will be out there to maintain peace and order, he said. The groups have been peaceful for the most part, but people who live around the small business districts have been impacted by the commotion. Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Mitchell L. Beckloff on Friday told attorney Mark Garagos on behalf of the restaurant, that he was welcome to file a motion to modify the injunction, which is tailored along the same lines as a temporary restraining order the judge imposed 
against the Western theme watering hole on March 8th. And real quick, if you don't know who uh, Mark Garagos was, uh, let me just remind you of the OJ trial. He was like the attorney for OJ, I believe, and uh, in fact he was, and he's also uh, a restaurant owner, so he's got his skin in this game, so that's why he's all up in this. But yeah, Mark Garagos, uh, shout out to him. The judge did not levy any sanctions against the restaurant owner who has defied health orders and continued to offer outdoor dining at a time it was banned in L.A. County as a way of limiting the spread of the coronavirus. Garoga said he would move to the preliminary injunction dissolved. He also complimented his opposing counsel, Deputy City Attorney Michael M. Lee, quoting, I wish our client got along as well as Mr. Lee and I do, Garoga said. The city maintains the restaurant is an ongoing public nuisance. Now, how is that? I mean, I, I don't live there. I don't know too much about the business. But how can it be an ongoing nuisance if you had it probably shut down for well into a year? So I, I think that's kind of stupid. I think it's a nuisance now because all of a sudden the neighbors, they love the peace and quiet. But all of a sudden, you know, these people are opening back up and they just don't like the noise. You know, I, I'm thinking that's what that is. Lucas Lepigian, and I know I botched it, my apologies to Mr. Lupigian. <laughs> the 20-year-old son of the restaurant owner was taken into custody about 9.40 a.m. Tuesday after Burbank police said he was seen moving sandbags placed in front of the building to keep anyone from entering. He was cited and released a few hours later. It was his third arrest in six days. My God, what the hell are they doing, arresting people? Jesus fucking Christ. My God. Where are we living today? Burbank City Attorney Anita Clark told the Times that no determination had been made about what, if any, charges would be brought, but of criminal misdemeanor is a possibility. Really? Come on. Jesus. Ten Horror Flats owner Barrett Lupigian, Lepigian, who lives in Thailand while his children operate the restaurant, told the Times that he supported his son's actions and vowed not to pay the roughly $50,000 in fines that had been levied against his business. It just sounds like a money grab by these people. It, it just sounds like they, they're just totally putting... You, you talk about putting the knee on somebody, the back of somebody's neck. I mean, these people are really doing it to the businesses, especially the small businesses, you know what I mean? But meanwhile, you can you can probably get a drink and a nice meal at a... Sizzler or something, you know, or at uh, Applebee's. But you can't go to this bar in this, in this place of business, right? I see where it's going. Quoting, show me one shred of evidence how I am endangering the public, he said. This has never been about safety or the public. It's never been about that. This whole thing is about fear and control. And he's absolutely correct. He is absolutely correct. I mean, that's all we hear is, you know, just can, they want to ride this out. They want to ride this out as much as they can because they love the control. They love the, the, the I don't know, it's, it must be some sort of adrenaline rush for them or something. Because there's absolutely, if you go to cdc.gov website, you can look on there. The numbers just don't add up to what they are proclaiming, you know. It's just a lot of a lot of BS is going around, and a lot of people's lives are being destroyed because of it. So, I don't know, putting up a fencing and, and sandbags and all that kind of shit, that is just way out of control. And arresting people, I mean, seriously, man, people got to stop this bullshit. I mean, you got to stand up to it. 
You, you can't just let these unelected bureaucrats sit there and dictate this nonsense. It, it's just ridiculous. Just saying. Hey guys, take a moment and visit my homepage. Click on the support button and drop your boy a couple extra cents and let me know that you care. I really would appreciate it. And now back to the nonsense. Alright guys, that's it for me today. It's a Monday, which means it's a busy day for me. I just want to start by saying thank you so much for stopping by and listening to my podcast. Thank you very much. And make sure you go and check out my YouTube and Rumble pages at World of Dan. That's capital W-O-R-L-D, capital O-F, capital D-A-N, all one word, no spaces in between. Go by and say hello and check it out. Subscribe, like, and favorite, all that good stuff. And with that, I'm going to end by saying, see you guys Wednesday. Peace out. <laughs>